Welcome to Trickscast, the podcast that keeps the kingdom over the culture and sparks a conversation about Christ. Wherever you're listening from, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and stay blessed. Okay, so I'm joined today with my mom. Um, yeah, you know, guys, I'm really excited for this episode. Um, so I'm here with my mom. I'm here with... Um, I'm here today um, and yeah we're just going to be talking about godly relationships and things like that so you can introduce yourself mom uh like you all know I'm Joshua's mom um I'm delighted to be here today it's an honor and I feel very happy to be here with you guys and I hopefully we'll get something yeah um, I hope we'll get some humble life but um yeah so you know, obviously, I've been doing a podcast for a while, but I really want to bring my mom on today, and like, this is why I asked you guys to ask me some questions, because I was really interested in bringing her on, because obviously, it's my mom, you know, the person who born me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, without my mom, there's no me, without my, well, without my mom and dad, there's no me, so mm. this is where I'm getting all my, not even getting all my ideas from, but like, the reason I am the person I am today is because of my mom. So yeah, it's really important that you guys meet who she is and you guys understand her today. So um we usually start off with some icebreakers. And right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get my phone and ask you with some icebreakers now. Okay. So who is your favorite person in the Bible? Yeah, my favorite person in the Bible will be uh, Jesus. Jesus. That's that's a good answer. I think that's a safe answer. Um, but at the end of the day, the whole Bible is about Jesus. So I think it's really important for us to really... And that's why I'm starting to understand more and more every day that reading the Bible, we need to try and like link the Bible to Jesus and to see where we can read Jesus in the yeah. Bible. Because the whole scriptures point back to him. Yeah. Um, and then, who, what is your favorite scripture in the Bible? Oh, I have um, lots of scriptures in the Bible, but... Uh... The big one for me will be Third uh, John uh, 1, 4, which says, uh, uh, it's with greater joy to see that my children walk in the truth of God. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's, I have no greater joy than to see that my children walk in God's truth. Yeah. That will be a big one for me. Yeah. Because uh, my prayer will always be that my children walk in God's truth. Yeah. And even you yourself as well. Yeah, and then also, what's your favorite like Christian song or gospel song right now? Or, I know you like to listen to. Yeah, music I like uh, uh, there's this one. Uh, I love a uh, lot of uh, uh, you know the morning devotions from different yeah. person. But I love a uh, messy chiwom. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know who that is. What kind of songs did you uh, say? Igbo songs. Yeah, I love like, that. Can you give us a bit of like, email? Like uh, I saw uh, the Lord build the house, the builder building fence. I go, they carry me, they go. Ah, Anywhere they go, they go. I love Christian music, but yeah. I love more of traditional music, yeah. like Yoruba music, mm. like Igbo music. Mm. They, they give me more meaning. Yeah. You know, I love English music, don't get me wrong, but I love more of, I get the connection. Yeah, traditional. Yeah, traditional music. Yeah. They, okay. they, they they bring the closeness of your oh, relationship yeah. with God. Yeah, because obviously growing up as a Christian, yeah. growing up like, 
these are the songs you played in church. Yeah, these are the songs yeah, you listen to yeah. in the CDs. Obviously, we don't have CDs now. Yeah. We listen to music yeah. online, but they're still on YouTube and stuff like that. So, I don't, I'm understanding. And then, what would be one word to describe yourself? One one word that you would use to describe yourself? I am confident. Confident. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a child of God, but I'm very confident. Confident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's true, guys. You know. Um confidence i'm like i really I, I feel like i would have gotten most of my confidence for my mom and my dad um just listen to her say that now like <laughs> it's yeah. true yeah. <laughs> i was a very confident person i like it's really kind of it's i feel like she's giving it to me as well in a sense um, and then the last question is if you could eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be it doesn't have it doesn't matter like i know it doesn't have to be any like don't think about me when you're thinking about this. No, no, don't take no, no. Anybody, but... Yeah, the food I love best. I love rice. Yeah, well, what I love jollof rice. rice. Mm, I love rice. yeah, I love anything in rice. Mm. Maybe fried rice. I love jollof yeah. rice. Uh, I love things. Uh, you know, with with rice really. Mm. Yeah, maybe with fish. Yeah. Yeah, rice to you know. But if you had to pick one to eat for the rest of your life, you can't change it. Hmm. That'll mm. be a tough one. Yeah. I think I'll go with rice. Rice, yeah. Mm. Rice and a goosey or No rice, rice with rice maybe I'll go with rice with stew. Yeah. But maybe when I say stew, are you saying like fish stew or chicken stew, yeah, nothing be, else? Yeah, nothing else. And you oh, pick okay, the drink maybe, as well. Okay. I'll go with um I'll go with rice and fish stew. Mm. And if I break a drink be water, sparkling water. A sparkling water. And then what? Plantain? Any plantain? Any beans? Um, I'll go with plantain. Plantain, okay. Yeah, ripe plantain now. Okay. Not unripe. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so we're going to get right into it now that we've got the icebreakers kicked off. Um, so what we usually like to do when we bring on guests is we want to like kind of ask them, how, so how did you find God, Mom? And like, how did you, what's your testimony? I know it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be so mm. big. You could just... Let us know even a few things. You don't need to have to tell. You don't have to tell us everything. But yeah. what kind of ways? Like, how did you meet God? How did you find God? How did you know that Jesus Christ was for you? And how did you like develop? I know I'm asking you a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. The main thing is just like, how did you find God? I think I found God when I was uh, younger. As and when I say younger, I think when I was in my secondary school, mm. uh, that would be uh, when I, I. I think I was about. Uh, my parents are from a Christian home, so mm. my parents goes to I go to Pentecostal church. I was going to deeper life mm. at that time with my parents, so that was exactly when I found God. I was actually in secondary school mm. when I found God, so um, that was about I will be about fourteen, fifteen mm. when I knew about God, yeah. and like uh, I mean when I really know. I knew I knew God from when I was born, but when I really started reading my Bible and stuff like yeah. that, yeah, yeah. It was when I bought, I was about fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, um, and it's interesting you say that because like I feel like with me, like it's interesting as well, and I feel like it's with a lot of people as well because we grew up in traditional mm. homes. We go to church every Sunday, yeah. but with me, where where I found God is that I had gone so far into the world, mm. and I realized that it was only God. It was only God that, like, and even when I say this now, I was realizing, like, how I came to God was that I realized that there was no hope mm. but God. There's nothing else that I could put my trust in but God. So I think it's interesting. I think one thing to take from what you've just said there is that 
your parents can't save you. It's not your parents' mm. salvation mm. that you can take. Yeah. It's only you have to again the Bible says work out your salvation with fear yeah, and trembling. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Is it? I didn't know it was that young. Um mm. so that's really good as well. Um and then yeah, so now that you guys have introduced, you know, this is my mom, guys. This is the first love of my the only love of my life <laughs> right now. Like we're gonna we're just gonna ask some questions because you guys were really kinda you guys were really interested in asking my mom a lot of questions when I decided to put some up on my social media. Um, so the first question, because I don't know, it seems like all of these girls and guys that ask these are weird. They want to talk to you about dating and relationships That's and all that okay. stuff. But the first question that I'm going to ask you is, how did you feel after you heard my testimony? Um, first of all, I wasn't in church when you gave your testimony. Yeah. So your dad came in and told me and I said, okay. And your dad just said it like, oh, this was what Joshua said. Uh, he came out to give testimony. I said, okay, that's good. At least God has delivered him. That was mm. what I said to him. And then uh, when you sent me the clip, that was when I heard the full testimony. Mm. I was uh, happy because uh, of, uh, the reason why I was happy, I wasn't happy for me. Yeah. I was happy for you. Yeah. And I was happy that your life is given meaning. Yeah. Because I think when I gave my life to God, then back home in Nigeria, like we give our life to God, but we didn't have a relationship with God. Mm. But after listening to you, I could see that there are lots of uh, uh, people of your age and people above your age that are struggling with things like that. But for you to be bold enough to come out and say it, I think it's not about your parents right now. It's about you and God. Yeah. And that really struck me. Because yeah. as your mother, we, I, there are lots of things we struggle with. Mm. But it's not everything we come out to say. Yeah. So for you to say it, I know, yeah, that's it now. <laughs> you are really for God right now. It's yeah. not about how your parents feel. And when you get to that point that you don't care about how people feel, but how God feels, then that's when you are really having a relationship with God. Yeah. So I felt good yeah. after listening to it. I felt your voice. Mm -hmm. I felt you were there to give hope. Mm -hmm. So it might be just one person. It might mm -hmm. be just two person. It might be a group of people, but your voice is hope. I, I don't think you, you can even imagine what God wants to do with you. Mm -hmm. I don't think you even know. I, I, I really don't. I don't think you know because it's hope you're yeah. giving out there. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I felt I could connect with the hope that God wants to use mm. you for. But I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know your voice is speaking out for hope. Yeah, well. And I was very yeah. happy. Thank you for that, Mom. I appreciate yeah, that. That's good. All glory goes to God because even what I want to say, you like, you know, like how intimidating sometimes churches and like going, oh, especially in front of African people. Yeah. Like even when I was saying, even when I went to her, I was like, I wanted to just say something like, oh yeah, I thank God for this new job. Mm -hmm. But something was pushing me to go yeah. and say what I really wanted to go and say. That's good. And then I was like, ah, well, I haven't even told my mom and dad, but yeah, this one, yeah, I feel, I really feel it wasn't by my strength or mm -hmm. by my power. It was just by the spirit. Mm -hmm. That was that time. So, um, now that we've gone into that, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're going to get to some questions, you know, so before we start, you know, my mom's an African woman, so not a lot, a lot of these things are going to be coming from a perspective of an African woman. Now, they apply to everybody, Yeah. but it's just a thing where like, this is her experience as an mm -hmm. African woman, obviously her house, her rules, so it's not, <laughs> it's not for you to be taking everything literally, you know, just take everything with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. So the first question is, what is your advice 
for dating in an African household? Right. Uh, when you say dating, we really need to know what is dating. Um, First of all. Yeah. Dating is um is is not just your boyfriend girlfriend you know mm. I think it's more than that. Uh, dating is uh, when two people they decide that they want to have a more serious relationship. Mm. You, I mean, it's a relationship that will now lead into commitment of you guys becoming married or something like that. So in an African concept, you know, it's not something you don't come and tell your mother. You know, in Nigeria, uh, most especially when I say African, I'm I'm not really saying Nigeria. African in totality, uh, dating in African concepts is a, um, it's I can't say it's a taboo, but uh, in African concepts, it comes with maturity, yeah, and responsibility. Yeah, you okay. don't just say you 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 don't. It's not something you do lightly. Yeah, you don't. Okay. When you say you're dating a girl, mm. you're not just saying boyfriend. You're not dating the girl for to for your you're not doing it for to experiment your body yeah yeah 100 yeah it's not by experimenting your body that's the time you have to know who the person is yeah. because you want something more serious mm. you see if you're compatible yeah you know mm. so in african concept when you're dating a girl or you're dating a man it's serious yeah you know it's not mm. something you just and you have to be mature yeah you have to be mature. It's not for boys. Yeah, not for boys. And no. not for girls. Yeah. You have to be mature. Know what you want from this. Mm. You don't be naive about it and yeah. say, oh, I don't want to ask questions because uh, they will say I talk too much. No, you have yeah. to ask because this is your life, really. It's your life, yeah. So you really need to talk. You need to ask questions mm. of what you need to know. Yeah, what kind of questions? Like, for example, do you have any questions on the top of your head? Yeah, like for a girl, if you're dating a guy, it's not time, like I said earlier, it's not time to start experimenting yourself. Yeah. You need to know if the man is God-fearing. Yeah. Not time, born yeah. again. Yeah. Because there's a difference between a man that's born again and a woman that is born again. Yeah, somebody can just be born again. Yeah, yesterday. just yeah. They'll, they'll pretend. Yeah. So you really need to know if the man fears God. And yeah. how do you know that people fear God? Mm. It's another way. You, yeah. you, when you're talking, yeah. when you're dating somebody, that's the time you need to ask questions. Mm. See what the person's value. Yeah. See, see just see, just see how the person uh, have the fear of God with certain things. Mm. You, you know, when you're, for example, if you're communicating with the person with the law, breaking law, yeah. and see how the person feels about things. Yeah. Talk discussion that will let you know if the person has the fear of God. Yeah. Around uh, maybe seeing. If the man is asking you, he wants to sleep with you, mm. he doesn't fear God. Mm. If he's telling mm. things that are in, you know, that are against the will of God, yeah. you know he doesn't fear God. So yeah. from there, you know that you know you need to talk when dating. Yeah, you need to talk. I think a communicate. Lot of, I think a lot of people kind of, and obviously in the past, I think a lot of people just they entertain because of feelings, you know, yeah, because of emotions. And I'm realizing that like it's not really about emotions because the problem with emotions. And even like in terms of loss, like it's, mm. it all expires, you know, That's at the right. end of the day, like mm. it just all expires and you'll be like, oh, I don't even like this person again. Yeah. So that's why like with me now, like would it be a thing like obviously dating African, you know, are you saying that you only want to ever see one person in this house that I bring home or is there a thing where like, 
I don't even know how to ask this. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> but, when you're dating, it's more serious. It's not yeah. as if you're in a friendship, like your yeah. your friend. You know, you you are just talking nothing. I think dating is more serious. Yeah, it's like courtship, a kind of courtship. Yeah, courtship. Now yeah. the thing is, yeah, like as Christians as well, we use this term courtship. Yeah, and okay, we might know what that means. Obviously, we we when we hear courtship, we think okay, more serious than dating. But what is like? What are the practicalities of courtship, as it's called? Well, from for what I understand from courtship, you know, you're being more serious. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, this is uh, you know, it's just no. You, you people are saying, for, it's just you're not gonna be having if you have uh, any other girl you're eyeing. You're yeah. not gonna be eyeing any other girl. Yeah. Me, I'm not gonna be eyeing any other man. It's just gonna be us understanding ourselves more mm. probably leading to we're going to get married yeah so it's mm. more serious yeah do you know yeah that's uh, yeah. a christian way and mm. your courtship you know you don't do it like for six years yeah for a long time <laughs> you know <laughs> we can't be doing six years no so people do nine year proposal. no that's stupidity uh really but what if you didn't know like what if you needed eight years to find out she was you can't one? use eight years really no you can't use eight years i think you see People have to, what's, what, you see, even if you're married with somebody, it, 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 it takes the grace of God for any relationship to stand. Yeah. Even okay. if you if you stay 20 years, you might not know all of the person. Yeah. So that's why it's good to seek the Lord mm. when you're, when you're in any relationship, like a, a serious relationship, yeah. you need to ask God questions. Yeah, 100 Yeah. You need to depend on God. Is this the right person? And mm. then you see behavior. Yeah. That is in a line with what you want, yeah, and what God tells told you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think seeking God above all, like yeah. that's that's the first thing that, as a obviously I'm only twenty years old, but mm-hmm. like I understand really the importance of seeking God in relationship first. Yeah, because I know a lot of people, um, and today as well with just everything that's going on, mm-hmm. a lot of people they get into a relationship and then they start praying. They start pre- They only start yeah. praying after they've gone into the relationship, no. and then they end up finding out that the relationship actually isn't for them. Mm. And it's hard. What ways do you advise? Okay, if somebody wants to break up with somebody now, like, how do you break up with somebody? What do you mean break up? So like, okay, you've realized the relationship isn't working. Um, you don't. You no longer want to date anymore. How, in your opinion, how do you do it respectfully? Well, is it okay for a man if you you're dating? You see. Because when you're dating somebody, it's uh, it's a stage in your life where you want to get something serious. Mm-hmm. So you probably is a lifetime something or whatever you 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 both planning because you want commitment. So it, there's no point putting yourself in bondage. Yeah, whole, if you honestly. know you're not, it's not gonna work because there are some things you will see. I know this is not gonna work. So it's better to just tell the person respectfully. I don't think that's what work. But what if you already met their parents, their family, their family love you it's not that that's not no there's more to that honestly yeah yeah you have to be truthful to yourself yeah yeah you tell them you're sorry Mm. but because of these days you're sorry you can't it's better than a broken relationship than a damaged marriage yeah you know yeah that's so true because we see it a lot especially in our community yeah yeah people end up might get married because of pressure no, I'm don't married, be married yeah, anybody be because, married of, because pressure. of pressure. No, yeah. don't. The family might love you, just like you said. What about you? the family knows you? That's not enough. If you are, you you get something that you you've realized with the uh, the values you both have, you've you've seen a problem. 
Yeah. You don't go. Mm. You just don't go into it because of that. And you don't marry somebody out of pity. Yeah. Don't ever marry somebody and somebody should not, you don't tie yourself down because yeah. you're pitying the person. I think because you might not be yeah, happy. Yeah, honestly, and know? I think it comes because we want to settle. Mm. We see our friends, you know, and then okay. we assume that. Well, I don't see my friends. I'm only twenty years old, mm. and my friends haven't been married at twenty. Some of them can't even make toast. But mm. um, <laughs> I think, like, I think, like, what I've seen anyway is that a lot, especially with females, really, a lot of females end up settling for any for the first no, Tom, they Dick, shouldn't. and Harry that comes to ask them. They shouldn't. And I don't. I don't think that's the way, really. No, they shouldn't. Like how? How? Like one of the questions somebody asks is, "How do you know if a guy is serious?" Ah, uh, you will know if a guy. Well, you can't know everybody. Yeah. You know, people can hide, mm. but there are some standards you have to set as a female. Mm. There are some things that you you have to find out. Like I used to say to you, your two sisters, you know, you have to know a man. Any man that wants to get married to you. You must make sure the man has the fear of God. Yeah, hundred. That's key. That's the first thing you have to look at. Yeah. I'm not saying born again, but um, uh, somebody coming to say he wants to get married to you because yeah. everybody can act church, but you must ensure that they have the fear of God. They fear God because you see, when you fear God, you will respect all what God says you should do. Yeah. So you, that is key. And yeah. then you have to look out for a man. Who is the man's role model? Mm. Who is his role, role model? Does he yeah. have a, a, somebody that you can run to when he starts misbehaving? Yeah, that's true. If he doesn't have somebody he listens to. Submit himself to. Yeah, yeah. no authority mm. over him. I yeah. think you should have to check that. Because if you don't check that, if because marriage is not all that rosy. There are ups and downs. It's yeah, not that a rosy journey. Yeah. So you have to make sure that he has somebody he can listen to. You, mm. you, you can talk to when you have yeah. issues. Somebody he, like he holds himself accountable. Yeah, to some, like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. has to, he has your, whoever yeah. you want to marry as a girl, you must make sure that he's, he's able to listen to somebody. Yeah. 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 And you have to look at his values. What are his values? Mm. You know, what does he value? You know, are, are you people compatible? Yeah. You know, your dream, because as uh, some men thinks a woman's, dream is to end up in the kitchen <laughs> you know not necessarily so before that you have to see if that's what kind of values how does he treat his mother yeah. how does he treat his sister mm. those things you need to talk to it talk about it when you're dating yeah honestly not experimenting yourself yeah you please. have to ask questions please please keep your bodies on some marriage yeah um, i would suggest that um mm. it's biblical um and it's also it's also very good it's very good to do so Mm -hmm. um, and then I don't think you answered this really, but obviously dating isn't about an age. No. But when do you feel like, okay, a stage of life? What stage of life can somebody start? Okay, coming to you now, saying, okay, for me, let's use me for example now. What age or what stage of life would it be? Not even acceptable, but would it be a thing where like you would you'd be like, okay, um, my son can now date or. Um, I don't even know how to ask this, but can get can be serious. It can be someone. serious, yeah. It can be serious. What day? Like, obviously, when I was seventeen and fifteen, mm. and I was dating all that. Obviously, that was rubbish back then. But well, I wasn't rubbish, but obviously, it wasn't serious. Mm. But now, obviously, I'm twenty years old. What kind of age and what kind of stage of life? Um, you think it's acceptable? I don't really like using the word acceptable because obviously, it can be different in everybody's people, household. Yeah. But yeah. what age would you be more welcoming to the idea of dating? Yeah. Well, first of all, Joshua, for me, 
I don't think you have uh, independence. So you can't bring a girl into the house and say yeah. you're dating a girl. This is the guy you want to marry because you can't even you can't pay for your rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have a car. That's good, but mm. you you you're not it's independent. Yeah. <laughs> you're not independent financially. Yeah. Okay. Do you know? Because mm. when you're dating a girl, you need to maybe go social outing. Mm. So you need to be financially buoyant. Yeah. Not rich. Boyance. But you need to be financially poignant and Boyance, be yeah. able to take care of yourself. You yeah. don't need to depend on me, mommy. Give me money. I yeah, want to take. It's only because of COVID nineteen. Obviously. No, no. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. because you're using yourself for example. Yeah. So if a girl wants to, I think each African culture is each African home is different. So, mm. uh, I for me, Indeed. I think when somebody is independent mm. enough, you can take care of yourself. Yeah. I think you should be right people and you're mature in the, yeah, in the maturity mind, yeah. comes with maturity, not age now. Yeah. You know, you maturity. have to be mature to be able to know that uh, there's a lot of things involved with the other person. Mm-hmm. You, there's something called respect. Yeah. There's something called mutual understanding and commitment. Yeah. You're something, you also have to know that you can't treat people. So you have to be mature to take responsibility yeah. of your action. Mm. So when you're able to have sense of maturity, I think you should be saying, okay, I know that you can't use the regulatory word to a woman. Yeah, a woman cannot use it to you. You know, woman, yeah. you have to know all these things. Then you know that you're serious. You're mm. ripe, getting ready to, yeah. you know, have I, uh, Yeah, I something. think I agree with you there because like, I think... Obviously, these things all start with having a relationship with God now. Yeah. Because I cannot, I can't say now, oh, I want to have a relationship with a woman, but I don't know how to pray. I don't, yeah. I don't have a praying relationship with God. I don't mm. speak to God because if I can't speak to God, mm. then I can't. If I, if I'm not able to submit to God, then how can mm. a woman submit to me? And that's right. This is an interesting topic because one thing that's happening with a lot, like I feel like there's a lot of like. Um, I don't even want to say controversy around this, yeah. um, but the issue of submission is something that's really um, relevant, prevalent, not mm. even relevant, but prevalent um, in our society today as, as young people. Yeah. So obviously, I'm just trying to find the Bible verse where it talks about um, submission, but basically it says here... I um, think Ephesians 5. Yeah, Ephesians 5, I think that's what it 20. says. Um, so like... What like what 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 are you? Obviously, we know that the woman is supposed to submit to the man. So, what are your not even opinions or thoughts, but like, how do you feel this should be? How can this be properly applied in a Christian marriage? Right. Okay. Um. With submission, right? If you if you look at, I think we are very quick to quote that section that say, "Wife, submit to your wife." But if you read, I think two verses before that, it says, "Submit to one another." According to the fear of the Lord, something like that. Yeah, it says something like that. Mm. So submission, you see, submission. Um, you see, submission is like love. Mm. You know. Yeah. Submission is like your, 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 your trying to respect your husband. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of action. Mm. You know. So I don't. I know people struggle with it because they think you are like a slave. Yeah. Uh, he's telling me what to do. Mm. No, that's not what submission. Submission, uh, when the Bible tells you, and that's why it says that before you get married to any woman, know that she know, has the fear of God. Yeah. Because when you have the fear of God, you will not struggle with submission. Yeah. Because mm. you know 
how the church works mm-hmm. because I'm going to talk from, from a Christian perspective because I'm yeah. a Christian. Yeah. So you know that the church obeys Christ. Yeah. So there's accountability for that. Yeah. But that does not mean that when you're submitting to your husband does not mean that you're weak. Yeah. Rather, he's saying that you're not being self-centered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're just not uh, trying to, you're trying to consider your husband's, yeah. uh, a need and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That does not mean you actually submission means that you're the bigger person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the sense that it's actually saying that oh you can overlook all what he's doing. Yeah. But you're doing it because it's an ob- obedience from it's a command from God. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not necessarily demand, but it's God. It's a yeah. commandment from God. Yeah. That's why I feel like we it's easier to submit when you're seeing it from that kind of perspective, yeah. not yeah. the perspective of oh. I must put myself under this map yeah. for what? Yeah. But like it's biblical. Like yeah. I'm not even. I don't even like to bring this topic up because obviously I'm not married. Like I'm not saying now yeah. that you should be submitting to your boyfriend or you should be submitting to any random uncle there. But mm. it said it talks about submission, you know. Yeah. And then some people want to argue, you know. The feminist movement wants to kind of take it away. I don't really want to get into that today, but. At the same time, I like how the Bible also talks about the husband as well. It mm. says, because a lot of guys that are my age and a lot of guys that I know, they like bringing up this verse when we're just having conversations. Mm. But it's also important for the man. It says husbands. It says from verse 25. So Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 25. It says here, husbands, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he may sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water by the word, that he may present her to himself a glorious church, not having spots or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. And I'm, 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 what I'm understanding is that as a man, as somebody who wants to be a, the head of a family, like we, we obviously we're the heads of the family, but mm. we can't be shut on the head. I'm the head. You do know your word. Because it says here, you wash you wash her with the water by the word. Mm. So if you don't know the word, how are you going to be able to wash mm. a woman with mm. the word? How are you going to be able to present her a clean sacrifice? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's important as well. And it also says, so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. Mm. He who loves his wife loves himself. Mm. So I don't understand. You can't beat your wife. You can't abuse your wife because... Yeah. You guys have both become one flesh. Yeah. For you to hurt your wife, you're hurting yourself. It's like if I break my leg purposely, like that's what that's what I'm starting to understand. And what I'm also understanding in the home is that like, although the man is the head, the wife is the neck. You know, so like obviously the head is the covering. Obviously you can't do anything with my head, but without the neck you can't move. You can't mm. rotate, especially in the home as well. In things of the home, you can't move your neck. You can't move yeah. your head without your neck. So. I really feel like people like to put them against each other, but I really mm. feel like they complement each other. The man mm. and the the man and the woman complement each other. Even in the Bible, we see how the man and the woman complement each other as well. And if we can really look to Jesus mm. as his example for the church, mm. then he put his life down for the church. So mm. as a man, if you're not willing to put your life down for your wife, this is for your wife. I'm not talking about your girlfriend. I'm talking about for your wife. Yeah then you can't open your mouth to be talking about submission because yeah. I feel like some people like to beat up people with this verse. But yeah, I, yeah. I'll come in there, Joshua. You see, if you read um, first, I'm going to make it easy mm. for you guys. If you read First Corinthians 13, it talks about yeah. love. Mm. Love covered this. Love, if, there was a place that talks that love uh, does not care about itself. It's self-centered. Yeah. And that's submission. Mm as well so and that's what it says in the earliest chapter of the 
of the uh, of Ephesians 5, he says, uh, submit to one another in the mm -hmm. fear of the Lord. So you can see that, you see, when you love your wife, this is the trick for me. When you love your wife, submission will be very easy. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do you know, and when I say love, it's not saying it by mouth. Mm. I love you, I love you. No, love is practical. Mm. Love is denying yourself. Denying yourself. Yeah, yeah, denying yourself for your wife. And that's what submission is. Mm. When you don't think you're not self-centered, you're respecting your husband. Mm. You know, and if you if you both have the fear of the Lord, I don't know. There are some things we won't struggle with. Yeah, I think because that, you would yeah. just look at it that okay, I'm not saying marriage is rosy, because sometimes your husband might do something that you you say, oh, why am I submitting to this man? But when you remember that he's the head, he's the Christ, you mm. overlook, yeah. and because you have the fear of God, mm. you forgive him and mm. you be respectful. Yeah. And then also, I think that's really important as well for like, I know a lot of guys are like, oh, my wife must stay at home. Well, they don't say my wife must stay at home, but like they say sort of things kind of alluding to the fact that the woman belongs in the kitchen and all this stuff. I think but that's wrong. It is wrong because like we need to be able to cook. You yeah. know? I, I think, I think you see, I think most of this problem is caused by the mothers. Really? Yeah, I think mothers cause most of this problem. It wasn't like they pampered their sons too much. Yeah, I think, I think most mothers needs to start training their boys to know how to respect women. Yeah, hundred. You know, and it depends on how the boys treat their mother at home. They yeah. need to start training them to mm. know that a girl's life does not have to necessarily end in the kitchen. Yeah, she has a choice. To make that decision if she alive wants to end in the kitchen. And that's why when you're dating a guy, that's when the value comes in. Yeah. Because when you're dating a guy, you don't experiment your body. Mm. That's when you start asking him, oh, by the way, how do you feel uh, about uh, what kind of woman are you looking for? Mm. Uh, are you looking for a full-time housewife or a career woman? You need mm. to talk about this thing. Yeah. So that if the guy tells you, oh, I want a full-time housewife, you know you have to run as a girl. <laughs> run. Yeah, you know that that's not your calling because yeah. if you know you want to do your master's, do your PhD, if you marry such a man, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, this, that's where the issue starts coming in. Yeah. The it's like, oh, yeah. I never should have married you. Yeah, da, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. so when you see oh. all those things, you run. I'm not saying there's anything wrong in being a full-time housewife, but if that's not what you want to do as a lady, mm. you that's not what you're called to do. As yeah. yeah, if that's not your calling, because every person has a calling mm. and what they like to do. Mm. So if you want to study, be a career woman, and a man is telling you he wants a woman that will be a housewife, you're not compatible, definitely. Mm. So you don't marry that person because your parents are telling you to get married to a man. Mm. Because if you marry them, and I'm telling you, it will take the grace of God for you people not to have problems. Yeah, honestly. I, I Obviously, the grace of God, but I really do feel that <laughs> if these all these problems can be solved if we before we date, mm. we really know who we are and know who we are in christ christ yeah and really develop a relationship with god yeah and regardless we need to be so comfortable because the thing is like i hear a lot of my friends they talk about when they get married or oh, they want to sign a prenuptial agreement so that if we divorce i'm taking all my money oh, but gosh. it's a thing where like when i'm marrying somebody mm. i'm not putting my trust in this person my mm. trust is in god mm. so even if you did leave I'm not saying that you would or that I want you to, but even mm. if you did, I still have God. God is yeah. still God. That's right. So that's when we continue, when we really put our trust in God, then when man disappoints, it's easier for us to mm. forgive man mm. because 
we we have we ourselves have been forgiven. Yeah. So it's easier for for us to forgive man when we put our trust in God. It's mm. easier for us to be loving. And I feel like that's really all where all of these things go into. Like it first starts with you and God. Yeah. And like I feel with guys as well. I know a lot of guys are distracted. Like oh, I need to find a wife. I need to find a wife. I need to find a wife. But I'm like, even if we look at Adam and Eve, like God didn't give Eve to Adam until. Adam was doing his assignment. That's right. You know, like, you need to do your assignments. I'm not saying that we should necessarily place ourselves in this story, but what we can take from it is that, like, he who finds it a wife finds it a good thing and mm. obtains favor from the Lord. You don't go look. You don't need to go and look everywhere. You don't need to go to church. Some people go to church to look for a wife, which mm. is wrong. I know mm. it's convenient, but it's wrong. You shouldn't be going to church for the sole purpose of looking for a mm. wife. Mm. You should find a wife doing mm. what God has called you to mm. do. I think that's what's really important. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think that's going to do it. Um, so thank you for coming on, Mom. That's I really okay, appreciate sure. it. You know? That's very good. I think they're going to enjoy this episode. Yeah, uh, that's good. That's good. That's <laughs> the old purpose. Um, so do you want to say any closing words? Before yeah, the only thing I'll say to anybody out there, everybody has a calling. Hmm. Uh, don't ever marry anybody out of pity or you're going into a relationship because your parents are pressurizing you. Mm-hmm. You have to be mature enough. Yeah. You have to be ready and you have to marry somebody with the fear of God, somebody that is forgiven mm. and somebody that will help you promote your calling. Yeah, exactly. You help both me. women and a man. Yeah. You honestly. both have callings. Yeah. And no woman's career or life should end in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Unless that's what Except that's what you want. And your And your husband wants. Obviously, everybody should be able to cook, but yeah. The man should know how to cook. The woman should know how to cook. Joshua, you know that. I Ah, I like that. I need to learn how to cook that for myself. Yeah, you have to. For you. Yeah, for myself. Not for anyone. I I can't say now a woman I want a woman to cook that for me. Yeah. I need to learn how to cook it for myself. Yeah, you have YouTube, you can learn. Or I can teach you. Yeah. But anyway, um, that would be it, guys. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. Thank you very much Appreciate for you having guys. me. Stay blessed and stay encouraged. Um, my mom will probably be coming on soon again. But yeah, thank you guys. See you. Take See care. You. Stay blessed. Bye. If you made it to the end, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And for more meaningful content, please follow us on Instagram at Chuckscast. Stay blessed.